we've had to kick our dog out of the room, out of the office a few times now. Hi, everyone. My name is Jordan Reed. And I'm Lindsay Reed. And this is Spooky Spouses, a podcast about ghosts and stuff. Each week, we talk about things like cryptozoology. How our dog will not leave us alone today. That's true. Urban legends. How our dog is also, she's, you know, she's cute for the most part. Ghost stories. <laughs> Uh, floating floating legs, floating legs of a ghost. That didn't have anything to do with Molly. Well, I know. I was trying to get on board with the ghost stuff. Oh. Because I was trying to make it more scary. Because I usually, yeah, that's it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we talk about anything paranormal, spooky, creepy related. Every single week since, I don't know, 1931, Lindsay and I will go to two separate locations for the entire week. We only see each other for an hour, for one hour a week. And then while we're at those separate locations, we research some topics that we don't tell. We research some topics and we come and record them here for the first time and talk about them. What am I talking about with each and every one of you now today? Did that make <laughs> any sense? Sure. <laughs> I go in the sewers, you go in the tunnels, then we come together in our yes. house and we talk about spooky things. That's right. Now, maybe For the first time with our listeners. Yes, we listen with you. We do. Now, maybe I'm having a hard time figuring out what to say because we are getting older. Our show is now, as of today, 64 full episode, episodes old. Does this mean that we're a retirement age now? I think we have, What I think it's like 65 you get to retire and collect that pinch. Now we're just on that retire vacay. Yeah, we're we're already checked out. We have senioritis. Uh, we have real life senioritis, senior citizenitis, and we just want to relax. But and we then, still can't afford health care, you know? No, we can't at all. And I don't think we have any in retirement. And also, we would get bored after an hour an hour, <laughs> a year of not working and then want to go get part-time jobs, but somewhere cute. Yeah. Like at a kennel or... Mortuary. What? A mortuary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a mortuary. Somewhere cash, you know, like simple. Well, Lindsay, really quick, before we get into things, I was listening to an episode of a show that you and I enjoy from the Chatfield sisters, Shelly Has Opinions. Yes. And Holly was mentioning something that her son had said, something that he learned from the best. He was talking to his babysitter and she was saying, well, where did you learn that? And I think it was something funny that he had said. And he's like, well, I learned from the best. And then she asked him who the best was. And he said, I'm the best. <laughs> so that was something that he learned from himself. So he was the best at that thing. Well, that's good. Yeah. But Holly had posed the question to her sisters, what's something that you have learned from the best? Meaning, what's something that you do better than anybody else because you're the one who you've learned it from? Does that make sense? Yeah. So, but I don't know what that would be, though. Well, let me start and then you think about it. Okay. So something that I have learned from the best that I've taught myself, I guess I'm the best at this thing, Yeah, might be that I think people are usually mad at me all the time. You do think that. Yeah. So that's something that I've learned from the best. It's not particularly funny, but I also can't think of anything that's very funny <laughs> at the moment. I don't know. I don't have anything funny. I guess maybe we need to like- Like what I've learned for myself that I think I'm good at. Yeah. Um, Being hurt? 
Well, I mean, that's sad, too. Yeah, it is sad. I am always hurt. I have a hashtag called always hurt. Yeah. If you want to add to that hashtag, go ahead. Yeah. I don't know. That's something to think about. Yeah, it's something to ponder. Maybe next week you and I will reconvene. Okay. So last week you had talked about the dark web. Yes, and some scary stories of people that went on the dark web. I was thinking about those, and I think for me, the scariest one that you had brought up was about the guy going to Five Guys, leaving his house and coming back, and then seeing a photo of, him, uh, of himself taken from someone else at Eating that. at Five Guys. That's terrifying. That's pretty scary. Yeah, it's scary. And I'm scared just talking about it. Okay. Okay. And then <laughs> I had mentioned that there was what, a- What? You're scared that someone would catch you eating at Five Guys or you're more scared about people tracking you and putting you on the internet? I think it's split straight up. Yeah. 50-50. Okay. Because you and I have eaten at a Five Guys twice in our lives. Once <laughs> with have. Once with our moms and then yes. once when we were coming back from CryptidCon. We stopped in Kentucky or Cincinnati and ate yes. it at Five Guys. And, you know, it was fine. We got a hot dog. And then I talked about, what was it? Oh, Guillermo del Toro. Yes. Uh, and we Doug sort Jones. of- Doug Jones. Yep. And it's if anyone's boy. following our Twitter, we are on a Doug Jones watch- uh, we're we're trying to campaign to Doug Jones so that he will be our friend or that in passing we can give each other head nods or something fun. Like a high five and a walk by. Yeah. Hey, Doug. Oh, hey. Like that's what you do with your real friends. Yeah. You don't stop and talk. You just do a little high five and say, see you later. Like you have that understanding. So if anyone wants to, you know, reach out to Doug and let him know why we need to be his friends, that's also fine. Um, and then I also mentioned that there was a new cryptid sighting in Tennessee that was called like the what? Four-legged human face or something silly? Yeah. Yeah, like some vaguely humanistic looking well, creature. Well, because we appreciated that they just described what it was. Yeah, it didn't have some cool fanciful name. It wasn't called like the Baguette Brigade. The <laughs> so that's a group of cryptids that all look like baguettes or that are baguettes. Ah, uh, well. Oh. I don't know. You'll have to see one, find out. I like this. I like this this shroud of mystery that you're- The mystery. Well, Linz, I'm first this week. Yes, you are. Now, I've brought in a very quick game. Okay. It's very quick. So I think, I'm not sure if you remember the it? game- What? Just telling the game? you? Just telling <laughs> you- You said it was quick. I didn't know if it was uh, over yet. Here's the game. I'm going to make a noise. Bloop. And then that's it. It was just a fun game for me to make a noise. Huh. No. I'm I, ready. I'm not sure if you remember the game, your favorite game called Goat or Ghost. You yes. tell me. Now, I have an iteration of that game that okay. it's a it's a second version. Some would say a little bit more modern and sleek because it's 2019. Yes. Uh, it's called Dog or Demon. You tell me. Okay. So... Uh, if this is your first time listening Puppy to the show, or poltergeist. Don't now. That's a good oh, idea. Sorry. Okay. Send email. Dog or demon? Yeah. Email me that idea so <laughs> okay, I can. I can't tell you. <laughs> no. All email right. email it to me so I can add it to my list of awesome game ideas. Okay. Uh, awesome is in air quotes. Now this is if if this is your first time listening to our show, goat or ghost. You tell me was I would play either the sound of a goat or a ghost, and Lindsay had to tell me if it was a goat or a ghost. So Dog or Demon is a game that's formatted in the exact same way. Okay. So, Lindsay, I'm going to play the sound of either a dog or a demon, and you have to tell me if you think you know what it is. What if it's a demon dog? Well, be prepared. Okay. Okay, ready? Okay, Lindsay, was that a dog or a demon? That was a dog. Okay, now you're correct. Can you guess the breed? <laughs> 
<laughs> is this like a bonus question? This is a bonus question. And if you get this question right, um, seriously, I'll never play Goat or Ghost or Dog or it Demon. It had kind of a deeper bark. Yeah. Pretty intense. Okay. Um, Aussies are barky, but I don't think it was an Aussie. It did not sound like an Aussie bark. No. Um, maybe like... Um, oh, I really hope you do not get this right because I want to play this game again. It kind of had a German <gasps> shepherd bark. Okay. But it kind of seemed too little. Okay. Smaller than a German Shepherd. Okay. I'm not giving you bigger any than a loaf of bread. Okay. Now that one is correct. It is bigger than a loaf of bread. I don't know. Take one guess. I'll just go with German Shepherd. Close. Golden Retriever. Ah. I'm really, I'm really happy you didn't get it right. But what was funny Great. about this dog soundboard that I downloaded is that you could choose from barking sounds, howling. Uh, whimpering, or you could just choose the breed. But they only had like six breeds, and one of them was a German Shepherd, oh. and it's directly above the Golden Retriever. Okay. So I'm very happy you didn't. Get, I'm very happy that you did not get that right. Great. Okay, so I do have some breaking boos. Okay. We'll start with the smaller and sillier breaking boos, and then I'll get into a little bit beefier of a breaking boos. A okay. beefy, beefy breaking boos. This woman, Emily Sparks, she's 82 years old, living in England, outside of London, I believe. For a while, she had to move into a motel down the street because she was being terrorized in her apartment by a ghost. But I guess the thing that was the straw that broke the camel's back, the thing that was the most insufferable, is that this ghost would constantly flush her toilet. It was just a thorough ghost. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe Emily, you know, Emily Sparks, she's 82. She's getting older. She pottied a lot. Maybe she pottied a lot. <laughs> and she, you know, reaching that age, you kind of just forget to do things. So maybe she, yeah, had forgotten. Yeah. Is forgotten this ghost really and... terrorizing her? Or is it just helping her? Well, I didn't read the entire story, but I did. Okay. But there was the one thing that she said, Emily was reported as saying, uh, I'm not misquoting Emily, but I'm abbreviating a ton that the, the thing that annoyed her the most was that this ghost would constantly flush her toilet. Oh. But she lived in a motel down the road for a few weeks because she just needed to get, she just needed a break. Yeah. Well, that's it. Huh, okay. okay. Well, I'm sorry, Emily. I'm sorry too, but also like, well, maybe, yeah, like your water bill gets a little bit higher. Right. But then also, I mean, you have a ghost that's more thorough. I guess that's nice. Yeah. Okay, whatever. That could be worse, poltergeist activity. Oh, much worse. Unflushing your toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Well, think about that one for a second. Okay, so remember last week how in Tennessee we had a humanoid kind of a sighting? Yes. Well, in Olympia, Washington, just last week, we have another humanoid sighting. Oh, they're popping Olympia. up everywhere. They are popping up. Now, one could say, do you think that cryptid sightings happen because they're connected somehow? Or do people read what happens online and they're like, I want that to happen? So like then, a mass hysteria. Yeah, or like, oh, me too. Me too, I promise. Yes, uh, I I saw an alien too at my house. Come to my house. Right. I'm not really sure. But in Olympia, Washington, a man there who's anonymous says that he saw three unidentified, quote, beings, end quote. So he saw three people in the woods. Well, they were beings. Well, what kind of beings? They were being out there? They were being, the, they were just being there <laughs> outside. Been there and done that? Yeah. They oh. be, yeah. Well, he, he stopped his car and said, what are you doing? And he said, being there, done that. And then he left. And they're like, we said bean, get it? Like beans, not beings. And then they like talked about like, well, I don't know exactly what you mean. And then they were like. What if he did just mean beans? Like, 
Oh, he saw three beans outside? Yeah. <laughs> but they like were a can of beans. I saw three and Three of them were inside. I saw three distinct beans. I saw a black bean, a pinto bean, and one <laughs> navy bean. But yeah, but you know what? If I walked out of my house and saw that on our front doorstep or on our porch, just three small beans sitting next to each other, all different varieties. Then you know you got a witch. A witch or someone, uh, yeah, just classic. Or a homeless man. Yeah, eating three very small beans. He just wants you to fill up this can of beans. But then why would he leave? Is that like a message like, I'm leaving you this riddle, this bean riddle. Yeah, I only then... have three left. Fill her up. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> so what's happening here? So if a homeless person needs you to fill up their can of beans because they're hungry, they're going to leave. Or a witch. Or a witch. They'll mm-hmm. leave you three distinct and separate beans by your house. Yeah. Man, we really talk about some bogus stuff. It <laughs> makes zero sense. So this guy was driving through a wooded area in Olympia, Washington, and he stopped because he heard, quote, a weird sound, end oh, quote. Oh, yeah. And they asked him what the, what the sound was that he heard. He must have been driving slow or with his windows down because I don't know how you'd hear this in your car if you're driving really fast. I don't really know, but he and said he's he, in Washington. Yeah, in Washington, they're getting snow right now. Why would they yeah. have their windows down? It cold. Anyways, anyways, he said, "quote It was gibberish and a loud yell. There were three beings. One was in a small triangular ship, one next to the ship, and one near a tree to the right. So there were also two dead deer underneath this tree, according to this man." So he saw aliens. Well, he's beings. not. Yeah, he saw beings. He's not necessarily saying. Oh, boy. Oh, but then he also goes on to say the man says that the quote aliens, end quote, looked different from each other. So he said beings and now he's saying aliens. Oh. Yeah. So that's it. Uh, he claims that when the entity saw him because he had stopped and gotten out of his car, which is a smart move, I guess. He hopped not back in his car. aliens out there. Yeah, I know. It was a joke I made up. Oh, okay. Uh, but he hopped back in his car and drove off. The one interesting thing, though, is that he said they all look different from one another. Well, that's good. Yeah, so they're all just three three buds from three different planets or three different regions in the same like, planet just hanging up. out. Let's meet up. Go to Earth. Kill two deer. Split. Yeah. Go to Washington. It's pretty there. It's like their coffee date. Yeah, their that deer seems date. Not, yeah, deer date. Killing a deer date on planet Earth. Yeah. Quote, The one next to the craft had a big and white colored head and a long neck. He was wearing, so he says he, it was a man, I guess. Okay. He was wearing a blue astronaut suit, end quote. Hmm. So they had picked up blue astronaut suits maybe from a prop store or maybe from like a joke a joke store. Yeah. You know, just a joke store. One of them joke stores right <laughs> next those, to the dollar store. Yeah, one of those intergalactic Spencer's gifts. Another <laughs> one, the one to the right of the other one, I guess. Said so was, he got a pretty good look at these beings. He got a really good look at them. Okay, but he didn't choose to take a picture. No, because... And you know he had his phone on him. Oh, for sure. He said the other one, or another one was tall and gray. Classic. Okay. But then no the most. No space suit? No space suit. Well, at least he didn't mention it, but this one uh, was just tall and gray. And this one, to me, I think is the most adorable. One was a tall reptilian. Uh, that was the one that was uh, by the triangular spacecraft. Mm-hmm. And he just had a helmet on, which I think is nice. Just a reptile with a helmet. Classic. I mean, classic case. Tall gray guy. Tall gray guy. And then... White head, big, big head. White head, big head, blue suit is one guy. So you have white head, big head, blue suit, tall gray, reptile helmet. 
Okay. <laughs> and that's their first and last names. The man said the humanoid with the astronaut suit appeared to have a, quote, a smaller being in the back seat of the craft. He's just going all over the place here. Oh, yeah. So this is this is the the first one. So baby being. He had a baby being as well in the back seat of the craft. I'm not sure if they were like in a child seat or what. Quote, I hope so. So do I. Quote, either a smaller being or a human was strapped in, end quote. So oh. he said that he saw three, but then I guess now he's saying that there are four of them. I or don't possibly really. a human. Yeah, but he did say that, quote, it was very real and scary, end quote. Now, if you have to make the disclaimer that, hey, and also really quick, this was very real. Yeah. And also scary. To me, that that lends me to believe that it might not have been very real or scary. Right. I mean, yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of info. It's a lot of info, and I don't know if it's a lot of credible info. Right. I understand that a lot of the breaking booze is a little bit difficult to believe, I think. Maybe for, for some people, maybe for other people, it's not difficult to believe. They go, oh, yeah, of course. I don't understand why these people don't take pictures. You know they have their phone. Yes. Click, 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 and post. Ariana Grande. I mean, like, seriously, though. Yeah. Click, click, click and post. Duh. Duh. Hello. <laughs> um, hey, everyone, can we just say this? If you're going to see three beans by the side of the road, just click, click, click and post. Duh. Hello. Uh, thank you. Next. Hashtag whatever. Yeah. And then you say that to the aliens. You say, uh, thank you. Next. And then let's bring in the next cryptid. <laughs> I think. I'm not really Could sure. Could you imagine seeing a cryptid and saying, thank you, next? Like, you're over it? Yeah, but like I guess... Like, Bigfoot comes out and you're like, thank you, next. Well, but is that... Okay, so just a quick Ariana Grande discussion. Is that what she means by thank you, next? Where it's like, okay, great, I've seen enough, next. Or does she literally mean, thank you, now I'm ready for a new experience? Yeah. It's that one, right? Yeah, she's like, hey, I dated you, thanks, but I'm ready for a new experience. I appreciate what I've learned, right? Uh, and I'm and I'm ready and willing to use that information to. <laughs> sure. Uh, to, this isn't spooky related at all. It's not ready. Okay. Ready now. I have yeah. something spooky. So yeah. my topic for this week, well, second topic, I guess, because I was talking about some beings or aliens that this person had seen in Washington. I decided to find some truthful information about alien life from our friends. Uh, at the Carnegie Institute in Washington, D.C. Okay. So these are some astrological, am I saying that right? Yeah, astrological extraterrestrial facts that are true. And also, I didn't know any of these until I looked them up. Astronomers Margaret Turnbull and Jill Tarter, I almost said Jill Tater, of the Carnegie Institute in Washington, D.C., have compiled a list of 17,129 nearby stars that could be the most likely to support complex life. That seems like way more than I would have ever thought. 17, like more than 17,000 places. Yeah. And I guess certain things that they take into consideration are like the atmosphere. Here, I have it written down. Stars must be at least 3 billion years old, which allows time for life to evolve. Okay. Have low mass, which now I'm not a scientist, so I don't know exactly what that means. High levels of iron. 
Gotta uh, get your iron. Gotta get your iron. Oh, because metals are needed to form rocky Earth-like planets. So okay. you need to be at least 3 billion years old, have low mass, and high levels of iron. Okay. It seems like you're like filling out like an online dating profile. Low mass. Is that like lost mass, like Taco Bell says? <laughs> I think they say, there... they say live moss. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they don't say los moss. Is that live more? Live, yeah, I, I think it roughly translates in a Taco Bell sort of a way okay. to live more. Okay. <laughs> live moss. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I'm just reading. I just got an email from uh, Margaret Turnbull, one of the scientists and super smart science wizards that, yes, live moss. I guess they're they're listening to our conversation. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. And the planets also need to have at least one Taco Bell. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. On them for the. Uh, you need one. Mm -hmm, for the complex organisms to live moss. Right. Leading the list of the 17,000 planets is a dim orange star. It's 11.8 light years away called. Are you ready for this cool science name? Yeah. You're going to think I'm so smart because I'm just reading these words. Is it a big one? Epsilon Indy A. Oh. Yeah. Isn't that cool? It sounds like the cool new emo band that just came out. Epsilon Indy A. It's like a, um, it's not really emo. It's like EDM emo. Yeah. So like fast paced, but sad. So e EDM. Yeah. Electronic e or emo electronic dance music. Yeah. Yeah. E EDM. Sad dance music. Oh, so. Where you dance and cry. <laughs> so you're not necessarily dancing more so as you're just kind of sulking and shaking your body around. Yeah. Yeah. I like this idea. Okay. You, and I, you and I could start a, could start a sulky and EDM band. That's fine. Um, but I, I looked at that one as being sort of like a senior superlative, most likely to support complex life, Epsilon NDA. And then like the, the second place star in their senior year book was like, oh, what's the, I thought I was the most likely to support no. complex life. I guess not. So on these planets in our solar system, certain spots on certain planets that these scientists believe could support life would be like underground refuges on Mars, like little underground village uh, places, I guess. I'm not going to say villages, but okay. underground areas on Mars. Hot spots on Saturn's moon. I don't think I'm pronouncing this right. Enceladus, which also sounds like enchilada. En uh, on, on Saturn's moon, enchilada. <laughs> Live moss. Live moss um, whose south pole, that moon, the, the southernmost pole on that moon has geysers on it, I guess, which is hmm. cool. And Jupiter's moon's Europa and Callisto, and they have uh, like this big icy crust, and then underneath could have vast bodies of water that could support complex life as well. Hmm. So that's what I. So that's just what I think. Space is weird. Space is so cool, and I don't grasp it, nor will I ever think that like I get it because I don't. But I love it. Like it's cool to, to me, think it's about. so wacky that I like don't believe it. That it's real. That space yeah. is even real. Like I see <laughs> space at night. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, that's just too wacky. Like but I choose, I'm blocking it out of my brain. I think I'm like, there's too much a space for my little brain to handle. <laughs> too much a space. <laughs> See, to me, it's like, it's too complex to think about. And I think maybe it's a good quality, but I'm not really sure to realize, oh, I can't comprehend it. So I'm just going to choose not to think about it because it hurts my tiny hurts. brain. Yeah. Yeah. But then also like just seeing space from where we are now, all you're doing is seeing it and that's cool. But I still feel like until you actually experience it, it's just a belief based on faith. It's just believing other people thinking that, okay, I've been told that these, that space exists. I've never touched the moon. I don't know. Right. I've never poked a star. 
How am I supposed to know? According to our friends Margaret and Jill Tarter, the earliest UFO sightings are believed to have occurred in 1450 BCE when Egyptians were carving that they saw these bright circles of light in the sky. Right, which could have just been like asteroids. Well, it could have been, or it could have been a sick UFO. Yeah, Super, that too. you know, just like a really sick one. A lizard guy with a helmet. Hey, y'all. Traveling anyone, around. Anyone know how I can get to 2019 and go kill two deer with my buds? In 1957, Antonio Villas Boas, a Brazilian farmer, reported that he was abducted by barking aliens. So, dog or demon, you tell me. Hmm. And now they covered him in gel, in this gel-like substance. And they the dog demon or the, the dog aliens? The, yes. The barking aliens. The barking aliens. Now this is in nineteen fifty seven and this was on that list of science wizard facts from our two friends in DC. And I guess according to this report, he said that he was abducted by barking aliens, covered in a gel, and then he said the aliens, quote, mated with him. End oh. quote. Which is a lot to deal with. And that seems to be what a bummer. It would really ruin a couple months, I think, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't really I wouldn't really leave my house. Also, I don't know, like, what's the gel all about? Like, I don't want yeah, that. That's your thing, I, I guess. Want, yeah, I guess so. But a lot of abductees or people who at least have said that, yes, I have been aboard a ship, they do relate a lot of what happens to them as being like, you know, the whole probing thing and like right. getting implements put into your body that Very you- Very science-ish. Science-ish and also rude. I would say. Well, yeah, of course it's rude. <laughs> um, now, here's one thing that ties into a potential future topic. A psychologist, Alan Chain, at the University of Waterloo in Ontario, says that those who believe that they've been abducted by aliens, they also suffer from or have experienced multiple cases of sleep paralysis. So is sleep paralysis, are you dealing with like really intense hallucinations or is sleep paralysis a way for extraterrestrials to like get a grasp on us? You know, I don't really know. It's or it's a, just our brain whacking out. Or it's just our brain whacking out. But then, yeah. but then you got to think about then where where do barking ghosts or barking aliens come from? Your brain, maybe. Or they come from Epsilon Indy A, the the star or that's eleven point eight light years away, or million whatever light years away, very far. So that's just some uh, very smart alien facts that I have <laughs> from some science wizards online. And then there's apparently aliens with reptile heads walking around uh, Olympia, Washington. Yeah. Well, they picked a nice area. I mean. Oh, it's beautiful over there. But they have a lot of creatures that they could kill instead of a deer. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, they, they could have wrangled themselves up a Bigfoot. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Or like, uh, I don't know, like a cool big cat, like a cougar. I don't know if they exist out there. No, they, they, cougars they do. Cougars are out there. Yeah. Because you and I were hiking one time out there and we saw a sign, watch out for cougars. Yeah. It was a very, <laughs> that was one of the scariest moments because I was like, I really want to keep hiking through the woods. But at the same time, there are cougar warning signs. Yeah. Which, Which means that like they're pretty predominant in that area. It means that someone's at least seen one over there, and that's or enough for me. Or got killed by one. Yeah, or got eaten. And before they were getting eaten, they like quickly wrote up a sign and then set the sign there and then finished being eaten by the cougar. Yeah. Yeah. Well, interesting. Thank you, Lindsay Marie. Space. Too much for my brain to handle. Why don't we rebrand space instead of being the, the final frontier? Space. Too much. Too much. Hard <laughs> to understand. Hard to get. 
I think let's go do some haunted housekeeping. Yes. And then we'll come back and then we can dive in to your topic. Absolutely. Okay. Well, we will see each and every one of you in the haunted housekeeping zone in three, two, one. Our Extremely Haunted show is brought to you by our even more haunted friends and business owners over at VidiSpace. VidiSpace was created by our special spooky buds, Nick Groff and Elizabeth Saint, and it's the world's only streaming service that's packed full of everything paranormal or haunted related. If you want to watch a documentary about Bigfoot, you can hop on VidiSpace. If you want to watch some interviews about aliens, if you want to watch people People investigate a haunted building. If you want to watch our friend Marielle Pabst investigate a haunted building on ghost vlogs, you absolutely can. Get your haunted fill. Get your haunted fill. Now that's F-I-L-L, not P-H-I-L, like our friend Phil. Every uh, I'll have what Phil's having, the fun show. Anyways, you can go to vidi.space on your computer. That is V-I-D-I dot space and start browsing some spooky content free for 15 days. Or you can download the VidiSpace app on your iPhone or Android cellular telephone. If you would like to browse some spooky content and listen to some spooky podcasts as well, including our own, if you're not doing it on VidiSpace, I mean, as long as you're listening, that's fine. But you can go to vidi.space on your computer or download the VidiSpace app and start streaming and screaming. Our Spooky Show is also a proud member and a proud part of the Scavengers Network podcasting family, network of family podcast friends. We have spooky little buddies. We have normal little buddies. We have funny little buddies. Check them all out on the Scavengers Network. You can go to thescavengersnetwork.com and check out all the shows that are available for streaming and downloading right now. You can also check out the Scavengers Network on any forms of social media. And also, our friend Morgan Spatola of the Scavengers Network has her first episode of her brand new show, and I believe it's just called Morgan Needs a Podcast. That's a pretty good name for a show if you don't know what you want your show to be. I agree. <laughs> and it's also a good name if you need a new show, right? Right. So you can go here for Morgan's first episode, bit.ly forward slash the number two, capital S, lowercase K-M-E, the number three, and then a capital L. Now, I guess what would also be easier is just go to the Scavengers Network Instagram or Morgan Spatola's Instagram and click the link that they have available for each of you. Probably the easiest (laughs) way to do it. Yeah, go check it out. It's a fun new show. Congrats, Morgan. Well, welcome back, Jordan, listeners. Hi. Hope you um, (laughs) tidied up a little bit with your haunted housekeeping, got on board. Yeah. Now, I did not tidy up at all because we've just been sitting at the same desk. You vacuumed this morning. I did, and I did the dishes. Yeah, you did. Wow. I'm such a good, strong- You're a tidy boy. I'm a tidy boy. (laughs) I did it. Okay. Well, in honor of Valentine's Day this week, my topic has to do with that. But first, Uh I just want to give you a fun little fact. You always give me breaking booze. Yeah. And I read this fact, and it's really sad, but really cool at the same time. Now, well, I guess this is par for the course for our new EEDM band. Yeah. (laughs) What is is the name of our is the name of our emo electronic dance music band Epsilon Indie A or is it? I don't know. Sure. Okay. Except I can't remember that, so you would just have to say it. All right, that's fine. Yeah, I can't wait to hit the studio. (laughs) 
<laughs> what are you going to play? Well, anyways, oh, okay, sorry. my fun little fact <laughs> is, did you know, which you don't because I'm telling you right now, that when an ant dies, a certain juice leaks out of it, telling the other ants to bury it? Whoa, 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 what? That it is passed and it tells the other ants to bury it. But this is where it gets really, really sad. Well, sometimes when an ant dies, the juices get on ants that are alive. Oh, man. And no matter how much they squirm and try to tell the other ants that they're not dead, the others will not listen and bury the ant alive. Okay, now that is really heavy duty. Yeah, isn't it weird? I didn't know. I didn't know that ants, like the whole concept of burial... And like burying someone to me is well, just- because they're always little busybodies and they're like, work, work, work. Got to keep working. Yeah. Now that's a Rihanna song. Got to work, 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 work. Yeah. So we've mentioned Ariana Grande and, Re- and Bad Girl <laughs> Riri. But like to me, the whole the whole act of burial or burying someone, I guess, was more so, uh, what's the word? Uh, symbolic, I guess. But there must be a reason why they're burying the ants. That's non-symbolic. Like there has to be like a real reason. Well, that juice is basically, it's just, <laughs> all practical it's like we need to work that's our life so when you die it gives off a juice that's basically like oh that ant's dead we need to bury it it's just all like black and white i think mindset and i totally agree but like there's I guess, like no ant attachment yeah but like it must serve some purpose though to bury the ant or maybe it just gets them out of the way yeah just like okay you're dead move it or lose it yeah wow that's wild but then there's like poor like Frank that gets some dead ant juice on him and they're he's like, No, I'm not dead. That gets a little bit of underground water on him. <laughs> and then they're <sighs> like, Nope, sorry, Frank. Sorry, Frank. You screwed up. Man, I wonder I'll bury you alive. I wonder if there's a way where you could convince the other ants that like, oh no, I just I was drinking something and I guess it smells the same. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really Imagine know. like if you were at work and you worked so hard, which a lot of us I feel like do work very hard. Yeah. But you, your whole life is just working really, really hard. And when you die, you just give off like an odor or a juice and people just bury you. Like what a sad life. Yeah. I mean, I guess so. I mean, it makes sense for the ants, but but then again, like, I guess if you're not sure if someone is sleeping super hard or if they have passed away, this would be a good way to know. Right. If they start leaking. Definitely dead. (laughs) If they start leaking, (laughs) bury me juice. Bury me juice. Oh, my goodness gracious. I don't want to leak bury me juice ever. I don't want to leak any juice. (laughs) Okay, so now on to my topic, though. It's kind of Valentine's Day. It's about um, some creepy first dates that people had. Oh, you know, I don't know why, but when you bring in like a collection of like real stories and stuff, I don't know. This is... I, I love every topic that you bring in, but this is like, for me, like, I get really excited okay. for this, like, cornucopia. I can tell because you're wiggling your shoulders no, around. No. You're... Uh-uh. No, I'm doing it to show you what you look like. I feel like I'm looking in a mirror. <laughs> no, Molly is just sleeping because she's over how silly we are. Yeah, I was petting her for the entire first half of the show. And even though I was petting her, she was still doing little whimpers. And then we ignored her. And now she's laying by a wall. Okay, so some of these dates, I mean, maybe you've been on a date similar to this. Or maybe you've been the person that has said or done something similar. And maybe that's why you don't have a significant other. Okay, well, so that's... maybe it's an advice <laughs> column too. Like, hey, here's a little bit of advice, and here's also some creepy stuff that happened on dates. 
Hey, and also, Lindsay's just throwing a little bit of shade at our <laughs> listeners right now and saying, hey, maybe look in a mirror if you feel like, man, I have had a lot of first dates and they haven't gone well. Well, <laughs> have you've you done one of these things, then yeah, it might be the reason why. Have you brought raw red meat to a date and <laughs> set it on your shoulder while you've been eating and, dinner? And talk to it. Um, and talk to it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the first one. What would you say? <laughs> what? What would would you you say to your meat? What would you say to your raw, your raw ground beef on your shoulder? Talk to it. Why does it have to be ground beef? That doesn't stay in like beef form. You can like mold it in like a little shape. I feel like a slab of bacon would stay on your shoulder better than ground beef. I don't know. Just say hi to it. While you're these are the things you're not supposed to do on a date. So I don't know what I would say to my meat. (laughs) Okay. Okay, so the first one, a girl said that he just kept complimenting her skin like four to five times. She felt like she was on a date with Buffalo Bill. Wow. Like, what would you... Okay, yeah, I guess I don't like that one. Like, it's great to admire someone's, like, skin and, like, yeah, Yeah. I I love, like... My skin. Beauty industry and all that stuff. But, like, yeah, it's kind of, like, maybe four to five times don't keep talking about their skin. I also feel like there are certain things on a first date that, like, you notice and maybe you, like, keep locked away for next time. Yeah. I don't think I would love to be on a first date and someone's like, hey, what amazing skin. (laughs) Just, like, touching and petting your skin. Yeah, and then... And then talking to his raw meat on his shoulder uh, don't they have lovely skin <laughs> oh, they, oh, they, what, they sure do and then he would like raw meat sa- well he <laughs> would tie a little string to his like raw slab of bacon and move oh, it around like wow, a snake wow, i can't believe her beautiful skin <laughs> i know i wish everybody friend. could see you pantomiming your your bacon snake <laughs> my bacon my bacon snaking <laughs> But like, but like, if 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 someone were to comment on my skin right away, I'd I, to me, I'd be like, what kind of things do you notice? Like your hair is pretty, your eyes are pretty. I yeah. mean, I guess I get those, but like I, your skin, four to five times complimenting him. Uh, I guess I'm also the type of person who it's like, eh, I just I don't thanks. like to comment on like physical. Just be nice, I guess. Is that cool? <laughs> Yeah. So this person, she was on a date. She said the guy was very handsome. He was polite, seemed very normal. They went back to his place to Netflix. Oh, great. And um, then she got there and he was very seriously telling her about aliens, their signals, and what her real alien name is. Kremlin. So she left. <laughs> and she didn't say what her real alien name was? No, she didn't. I was kind of bummed that she didn't oh. tell us what the alien name was because I was pretty interested as well. Because that could also show you how serious or how creative this dude was. Well, number three, I'm going to play for the for the guys now because there's two creepy dudes. Well, now here's a creepy girl. Okay. A guy said he was on a date with a girl. They were having a nice time. They were walking down a dark alley to get to a restaurant. And Great. she leaned over and said, oh, no we're walking down a dark street what if i kidnap you forever okay maybe sometimes flirty (laughs) isn't fun you know (laughs) yeah oh we're walking down a dark alley i guess no one will see my cool sword (laughs) if i chop your head off chop your arms off with and then compliment your skin and then rub your arms and then feed your arms to my bacon i have on my shoulder (laughs) compliment your blood wow he sure does have great great blood (laughs) is this still the bacon talking what Okay. I was clearing my... I was just having a sip of coffee. Number four, it just simply... He said that she didn't want to tell me her name. 
Okay. All right. So they met up and she just wouldn't tell him her name at all. Nothing. I, you know, I that one I can ki- I I can I can understand that one. If you're sitting in a restaurant with someone and you're like, "You know what? I'd rather not tell you my name." I guess if it was a blind date, then maybe that makes sense because if it goes poorly, then you still know what that person looks like. You're sitting with them. Yeah, but it's hard to it's hard to Google. Uh, yeah, went on so. a date with human with brown eyes, uh, brown eyes, black hair, and then it's just going to give you everybody. So I could see that one. I could understand it. It's still a little bit like guarded, but hey, I get yeah. I get it because I've still never told you my real name. <laughs> oh, great, Kremlin. Oh, perfect. <laughs> From Bleeplorp. you really thought about these huh what um the fifth one i have is that a girl was on a date with a guy and he complimented something about how pretty the flowers were on my windowsill of my house we met out in a public place and i didn't think he had ever seen my house before okay a gigantic red flag huh A, the fact that he's complimenting her flowers on her windowsill. And B, yeah, he's never been to her house, so how did he know? Just weird. Yeah, that is a little bit strange. And also a lot of bit creepsty. Yeah, very creepsty. This one's creepy too. Um, Creepy or creepsty? Probably creepsty. (laughs) Um, She said that they were driving in his car and he randomly said, really sassy, that he's always strapped. And then pulled out a knife while driving. Oh, cool. Now, see, now I can appreciate that one because it's like you got a cool knife. You want to show it off. show off my knife. Yeah, nothing happened. But she's like, well, that was the first and the last date we've ever had. I like to think, I think it's funny to think about these things and like what compels someone, what would compel you to show someone you just met your knife you have on I don't know. Body. Like I, I could kind of see both sides. Like, I mean, not that I'm standing up for like a dude that's like, oh, I just want to show how cool I am. Yeah. But like yeah. I see that. But like at the same time, like did you really think about that that was a good idea? Like that's very murdery. It's very murdery and it's also very strange. It's like, man, I bet you people are going to love my cool knife. Yeah, I got to show this no, knife. No, just keep it away. Just keep it away or just maybe don't tell someone you just met that you always carry a cool knife. Right. Now, if it was like autographed by like Liam Neeson, I could understand that because then it's like a cool thing. Oh, you know, I met Liam Neeson. Yeah, I right. autographed my knife. <laughs> <laughs> would you Liam Neeson okay well maybe who would be the silliest person to autograph a knife for you okay now that's a cool question that I feel like no one's like ever Polly said Shore. in their life um okay well it has to depend on the like type of knife as well I think it would be really cool to have Warwick Davis autograph a knife that'd be okay that would be Steve a cool Buscemi. one Steve Buscemi would be a cool knife Your Buscemi machete Hey, now, that's cool. Uh, Charlize Theron would be kind of cool to autograph a knife. How about Um, this? Emma Watson. Emma Watson. Mm -hmm. Whose name would you not be surprised to see autographed on a knife? Um, Lynn's. Maybe like The Rock. Oh, that's such a good Dwayne answer. The Rock Johnson. Oh, for sure. Still cool, but like, you know. Yeah. I, I, oh, man. I could, I could see, see, see Yeah. I, oh, hey, the, the, the Rock autographed my knife I always carry with me. Oh, of course he did. Right. Of course. This one you'll really like because it kind of is similar to your talking bacon friend on your shoulder. Oh, cool. This, uh, this person was on a date and he said that she just started talking through her hand like a puppet. That's excellent. Yeah. That's excellent. And like not once, like this went on for a while. 
talking to him or just talking like a a, a third member of the party? Yeah, like her hand was talking to him as a third member of the party. Okay, now this is an important question. How Mm -hmm. do you think that she pantomimed it? Flat hand with the thumb on the bottom opening up like a a standard sock puppet or thumb on a closed fist (laughs) opening up like the little mouth? You know, I just assumed the flat top, thumb, bottom mouth. Sock puppet style? Sock puppet (laughs) style. But, you know, maybe she did it really creatively. Maybe it wasn't creepy at all. Maybe actually she was a genius. What if, like, and like, what if the puppet had like a perfect, like a perfect, uh, like South Wales accent or like a perfect... Right, like what if she was actually a good ventriloquist or something? Or if she said she didn't speak another language, but her hand spoke fluent French. Or Latin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like perfect Latin. Sorry, I have a demon hand. Um, <laughs> uh, this guy was on a date and with a girl and she kept saying randomly throughout their conversation, five minutes until, four minutes until, and counting down with a weird smile on her face. And then what did she do? Like burp when really she loud? Got to, when she got to one, nothing ever happened. And she just pretended like nothing ever happened. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, throughout their conversation, she just kept counting down to something and, no- and never explained why. <laughs> How creepy would that be? Just like smiling at someone saying like four minutes until... Oh, I thought you were going to keep going. That's why I didn't. No. Oh, I was. It, that, that was actually really suspenseful. What a cool power move. I'm going to do that sometime. I'm going to do that sometime. <laughs> okay. Five minutes. I'm going to do this until. I'm going to do that sometime in, uh, in the future. Sometime. Two minutes until. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so this girl was on a date um, with a guy. He shushed me, which A, already rude. Oh, yeah. And he said he was counting my freckles. Wait, he shushed her from talking because he couldn't concentrate because he was counting all of her freckles? Yeah. Wow, okay. All mm, right. I wonder if that was the same guy, like the Buffalo Bill style, like complimenting oh, sure. the skin. Oh, yeah. Man, I can't wait to wear your skin. Uh, what? Uh, let me just count your freckles really quick. <laughs> <sighs> this is a big one. I feel like not a lot of like people do this, but like kind of. like I feel like parents do this to younger couples a lot. Oh. But a girl was on a date with a guy and he touched her stomach and Ugh. asked about having children. What? Yeah, weird. That is really weird. Which, First- like, it doesn't happen a lot, but, like, oh, man, I hate when, like, the older generations, like, look at a couple and they're like, when are you having kids? Yeah. Or they ask you if you're pregnant and really it's like, no, I just ate a whole bag of potato chips last night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that either. Like, don't it's, ask. It's like, hey, man, lay off with your societal norms, bro. That's what I say. Right. Or, like, just don't ask because someone just might be have fat there. Yeah. Or, like I mean, at the end of the person. day. Really none of your business. Right. Also, it has no effect on your life when another couple's going to have children. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Lay off. Lay off, bucko. Another one. Um, a girl that was in college went on a first date with a guy that she met on Tinder. They were riding a bus to the restaurant and he asked me about my major. I said that it was English. He turned white as a sheet, mumbled something about how he could never introduce me to his parents and then got off the next stop with absolutely no zero, like zero warning. Whoa. He just dipped out. Maybe he just has a fear of like he commas. Hates yeah, or like question marks <laughs> or uh, uh, what's the thing? Uh, hyphen? Yeah, maybe he's just afraid of those. Yeah, he was like, oh, I can't introduce you to my parents. You're an English major? Ew. Absolutely not. No way. And, and just I, left. I don't know enough about the English language or parts of speech to like make uh, a quote unquote joke about English. So I guess I just won't do it. Right. 
(laughs) Now that's me right now. At least like make up something and be like, oh, I actually, I'm not feeling really well. I'm just going to get off here. I'm so sorry. No, every time, uh, every time I hear. rude. Yeah. But then again, like now she's got a cool story. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) Just right away. made our show, so. Yeah, seriously. Good job. Yeah. Excellent. Keep it up. (laughs) (laughs) So the last one I have, which I thought was really funny, it says, my date and I went for a walk in the park. He informed me that he couldn't walk past a specific building casually. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, didn't think anything of it. And then he, as I was talking to him, he interrupted me and said, because there's ghosts that torture me there. Very seriously. Yes. Seems like our type of dude. So it's like he really wanted to talk about it. Yeah. But like at the same time, he was like, but no, like seriously, though, like I can't. Because there's actual ghosts that torture me. Because that building up there, you see it. There's ghosts in there that torture me, you know, just no big deal. Just like my life, you know. Like it's yeah, it's like one of those leading statements. Like you ask someone, hey, how are you? Oh, I'm fine. Heard some really cool news this week. Because they want you to ask, oh, what'd you hear? And then you yeah. go, oh, okay, cool, great. And exactly. you walk away. <laughs> I'm not going to play into your trap. <laughs> I get it. Or like someone, you're you're in public and they're looking at their phone. They're like, oh, I can't believe it. So they hope someone's like, what can't you believe? Just say it. Right. Yeah, say it, ghost guy. Yeah, they didn't go on a date with that person again. Yeah, I can understand that, especially if you yourself are tormented by a series of spirits. I think, you know, maybe waiting to like maybe fourth or fifth date to like tell people about how you're tortured by ghosts. Also, yeah. Is it a first date thing or not where you say that you even believe in ghosts or is that like down the road? I mean, being a spooky spouse, I'm all up for talking about creepy stuff. Me too, all the time. With your significant other. But yes, yeah, like when we first started kicking it, it wasn't like, hey, <laughs> do you have any ghosts that torture you? Because I do. Yeah, first and foremost. Now, well, that would have been, well, kicking it how like we were a little bit dating or when we were being, when we were skateboard when buds. We were, when we were dating, not uh, when we were skateboarder buds. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. you and I used to shred the gnar back yeah, in high school. Yeah, I didn't school. really do much. I just kind of like hung out. Yeah, same here though. I wasn't very good at it. <laughs> so. <laughs> so next scary topic is how bad we were at skateboarding and how often we actually went skateboarding. I wonder if anyone would like an episode where we don't talk about ghosts and we just talk about cool skateboard tricks. I don't know about that. Yeah, me either. Sailing only know like three. Yeah, but like maybe we like, you know, like talk about skateboarding. Yeah. So cool. But those are my creepy first dates and my sad ant fact. The ant fact is uh very cool. That's really that's really interesting. Weird. But the 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 horrible dates, man. I bet you I bet you and I could also like fill an entire episode about like really intense horrible date stories or just like really nasty. Yeah. Really um, everybody has their horrible date stories. These oh, were just sure. like the creepy ones that it's like just a word of advice. If you're dating and if the Valentine's Day is coming up, you want to mingle, not be single. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just keep in mind, like, you know, not everybody necessarily wants to know about your ghost baggage. Or, you know, maybe don't have bacon on your shoulder that you talk to. Yeah. Or like, you know, I understand that everyone has quirks and people are unique. Which is great. Which is excellent, right? I think I think uh, celebrate your uniqueness at all times. Be unapologetically who you are at any moment. But if that includes showing a person you just met a cool knife you have on your body. Maybe not. Or, you know. Maybe just wait. Just wait. Because, you know, uh, arguably, I don't think owning a knife makes you who you are. (laughs) 
I think, right. It I think scares you, people. Yeah. I think it can be, be jarring to some to somebody. Yeah. Showing them a knife Absolutely. while you're driving. Absolutely. Well, that's it. That's all I got. I really appreciated it, Lindsay. Well, thank you. You're welcome. And happy almost Valentine's Day to yes. you. Yes. Yes. And we have a fun little Valentine's Day video that we're going to be releasing this week. So hopefully you'll watch that as well. Yes, we are. Yeah, I'm not going to say too much about it, but just be on the lookout. I think Wednesday, be on the lookout. Well, we can tell them that it's basically a video. Where we're going to karate chop nonstop. (laughs) (laughs) Karate chop nonstop. All day, er day. All day, er day. Um, Click, click, click and post. Um, But... (laughs) basically it's going to be set up like our show i am going to bring in a couple valentine's gifts that i have made for jordan and jordan's going to do some for me as well and they're cheap little gifts that maybe you want to get your boo for valentine's day just a couple little ideas yeah we don't know each other's gifts yet so it'll be fun it will be fun yeah so please keep an eye out on wednesday for our short little infomercial spooky video for each and every one of you. Yeah, it's our love, our spooky love that we're giving to you. How nice. Also, how scary. <laughs> That's my yeah, ghost. Scary Valentine. Uh, before we wrap up, did you want to play Dog or Demon again, or are you good? I'm good. Okay. Um, we'll just give a shout out to <laughs> Eli <laughs> Chambers, and he's at Eli Who Does Music for writing our Spooky Spouses theme song that you hear at the beginning, middle, and end. And also thank you to everybody over at the Scavengers Network for hosting our show and being a wonderfully supportive group of people with a ton of ideas. And uh, again, we have two new shows on the network as of last week, Insanely Haunted and I Dunno Radio. And now Morgan's new show. It's growing, we're showing, and it's glowing. Glow up. Okay. We're glowing. We're, we're glowing up. And thank you to all <laughs> your listeners out there. If there was no you, there would be no us. So until next week, have a have have an ant juice, but like instead of being buried, it's like oh, just be nice to me, kind of a week. <laughs> don't bury people. Yeah, don't bury anybody. Have a my bloody Valentine, like the band Valentine's Day. Is that a band? I think it's a band or a movie or something. Yeah, probably right. Well. Yeah. Okay, great. Well, until next week, we will see each and every one of you later. Bye bye. Bye. Checking my stuff. Checking my stuff. Look at my stuff. Okay. Look in here. All right. <laughs> what do you what's in what do you see in, in it? Fish sticks. Okay, great. <laughs>